Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Where well, we not only review Smackdown, but also Manal, right? the show former the owners, NXT 2.0. Oh, oh. Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. A little bit of a quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight. And a pretty stacked show. Two big title matches going down on tonight's show, even if they are slightly predictable. Yes, um, I think that's my problem with that. It's, um, it is stacked, but it's stacked up with stuff I feel like I've seen. I feel like I'm over almost. I know that the Intercontinental title is new. But just, I'll, you sent me the notes for this, and I was having a look into it, and I was thinking about what I thought about last week's SmackDown, and I am ready for the draft. Yes. I am ready for, uh, for all that it's mostly a marketing thing, and every single week on every single show, people just go where they want. Mm-hmm. Like it, Let's not pretend that the integrity of it is being upheld particularly well. But the rotating cast of characters that we've got here that we're going to talk about kind of feel a bit like they've fought each other a lot. Mm. So I'm ready for a bit of a switch up with a number of these people. Maybe not a big flood, a glut of these people leaving SmackDown, but just some fresh blood from Raw and a few, just a few key trades, I think, yeah. to, to freshen the cards up a little bit. Yeah, full disclosure, we've literally just come from shooting a video where Hamlet and Sidgwick drafted mm. their own Raw yes. and SmackDowns. It was a load of fun. There might be some surprises in there. I do believe the video is going to come out next Friday, of course, to coincide with the Start WWE getting draft. hyped for that. But yeah, also that'll be available as a podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, yeah, it got very tasty in there very quickly. It went from like, you know, the obvious pick straight out of the gate to the Dadleys clearly picking people that was going to be on their opponent's <laughs> roster. And then... Cozying up to me, even though I have no influence or decision on this whatsoever, yeah. by picking some of my favourites and plenty of NXT call-ups. I'm offended that you think it would be so cynical as to be trying to take down each other's show or indeed pander to you. Is it not that, A, we, the two of us, the Dadley, just clearly have excellent taste that we would draft excellent rosters, and B, you have excellent taste. Indeed. And ergo, by picking your favourites, we're stacking it up. And C... NXT is the best show of the week. So exactly you want to like absolutely mine that roster for the best of the talent yeah. there too. Exactly. Yeah. No cynical motives, just good shows. That's all we're after. 
Uh, I want to talk or about... like most of the rest of the media outlets. A little bit about the draft in a short while, because there is one name um, which may or may not feature in the video we've just shot, mm-hmm. um, but is someone I anticipate is going to be quite highly drafted uh, wherever he ends up. I never know if they do that whole thing where it's like, everyone's up for grabs, so we're going to draft all the people who are already on our roster. <laughs> makes no bloody sense whatsoever. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, let's start with the uh, IC title, though. Gunther versus Xavier Woods. Can Xavier Woods dethrone Gunther? No. No, I don't think so either, but it's going to be a bloody good time watching him try. Yeah. Um, not all of Gunther's intercontinental title defences can be epic, but all of them can be great. Yes. I think that's what we've got with this run. You do get these memorable five-star stadium classics. You get these really well-built um, premium live event matches and feuds that lead up to those matches that feel like the, the times when could Gunther lose here? You start mapping out the ways in which Gunther could get beat or scenarios, at least, in which he could lose this title. And then, in the meantime, you kind of have to do some of the grunt work as well. You have to set TV feuds at where you've got that. It's not even 99.1%, let's be honest. No. Like, you have to, because of because of just how things work. Seamus and Drew, and no offence, I love Xavier Woods. Yeah. You have there. to do 0.1, don't you? Yeah. So it's 99.9% certain that Gunther's going to win with the 0.1. The 0.1 is not enough to feel the drama around the result. Mm-hmm. However... When this match goes down and is of the quality that we expect uh-huh. from these two, and I've got like a already like I'm excited about their like unique chemistry. Xavier Woods, Xavier Woods isn't underrated at this point because everybody knows how great he is and yes. talks about it, which is awesome. But Xavier Woods has got so much to offer. He's still got springs in his heels despite like how many years he's been at this. And I love the idea that he can almost be a veteran and that kind of running around ricochet, Mustafa Ali, high flyer type. Mm. How, how can I chop down this tree while also being a veteran present? It gives him like quite a nice hybrid focus against Gunther, but he will still lose. The match will just be, I think this stands to be the best of the Gunther versus Ray, Gunther versus Nakamura, like that yeah. run of title defences, even if it can't quite hit the ceiling of the Mania triple threat or Clash at the Castle. Yeah, and I'm going to say all this. And you need both, by the way, for a long title Absolutely. reign. You need both of those types. I'm going to say all this, and I'm still going to come in on Monday, and it's either going to be the brilliant rope walk uh, elbow drop that he does, or it might more likely be the backwards where I go, oh my God, he's becoming IC champion. Uh And they've decided to pull the trigger on Gunther early, and maybe he's the one that Roman's going to face following backlash at, what is it, Night of Champions? There is the possibility as well that Gunther wins with his chops and his power bombs and, and whatever he beats him with, but that... Woods might have had him, had it not been for some Imperium distraction or interference. Like earlier on in the match, maybe. You know, yeah. something like the backwards, but Imperium take the ref. And then yeah. Wells for a second, just uh, like a visual pain or something along those lines. Nothing that makes Gunther look too weak in victory because you don't want to do that. It's, they've not done it with Gunther so far, mm-hmm. so I've got faith. But just nothing that would make him look like he stole one. But, look, there's three of them, isn't there? So you should be getting invited to think about what Woods might do to combat a three-man unit. Mm, wait a second, that's the bloody good quiz button. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I think you should certainly be ask, asking that question. Plus, regardless of what happens with that, it would be a dream scenario, of course, because it would mean Big E comes back to the ring, but we don't want him to come back unless he's ready. Get well soon, eh? Mm. Um, we might still get a thumbnail of Gunther chopping Kofi with his chest thing. Yes. And that'll get us like 100k easy, won't it? That's it. We need the Gunther Kofi match after this, if only for our show. Numbers. who we used to have it on with the. Yes. And then, like, there was a suggestion from the thumbnail 
that Co- uh, that um, Kofi was made like pigeon chested yeah. as a result of a big show chop. Not because his like pecs have grown or yeah. I don't know. Whatever the is. actual reason yeah. was, yeah. Um, I mentioned uh, Backlash a little bit there. It's two weeks away. Mm-hmm. I sense tonight will also be um, just sort of feeding into next week's huge tag title rematch. Mm-hmm. Um, because, of course, it's not going to be the tag titles on the line at Backlash. They're doing the six-man involving the bloodline, uh, KO, Sammy, and Riddle. Uh, and I suppose, official, is it? Is it official? No, it's not yet no, in terms yet. of yeah. what's going on with... Um, Mysterio's LWO Judgment Day Bad Bunny etc. Bunny's going to be on Raw, but SmackDown is kind of the home of of Ray and Dominic Mysterio is the biggest. Yeah, the Raw finale I think allowed us to assume that this is going to kind of dominate all of the television. It, like yeah, the, it just keeps going, doesn't it? From from SmackDown where you've got the so there's a yeah. riddle grudge match, to then subsequently what I thought was a brilliant. Uh, overarching story on Raw involving yeah. you hate them and we hate them, so how about we fight them for you sort of thing. I made very lofty comparisons in an article you can read on whatculture.com forward slash WWE called How WWE Solved This One Historic Flaw. Um, I won't describe exactly what the flaw is. You should go and read it for yourself. But I talked about the Dallas 10-man tag and the chaos of it and how many different feuds were folded into that back in the year 2000. And it was great to watch. It was genuinely great to watch the use of all the stables and the Obviously, the the two there's two rivalries, but now in two rivalries they've just kind of magic wanded about fifty different matches. <laughs> like the, it's it's sort of ideal. Like the the different combinations. Rhea Ripley clotheslined Kevin Owens out of his boots. Oh my god! Quite right. And now that should theoretically drag Kevin and Sammy towards tag matches against the Judgment Day. That has taken the Judgment Day from the LWO towards Kevin and Sammy, which in turn keeps them very linked to the bloodline, even if this business deal falls apart or mm-hmm. is, ter- you know, like parked by the draft. If, if the draft gets in the way of these being able to do their business together, then at this point now you've started to build some emotion yeah. into it. The LWO got flattened by Solo Sakura and the Usos, but I feel like there's quite a lot of momentum behind them at the moment. Cody They're being used as enhancement talent, yeah, for bloodline stuff. And but I do it works I, so well. Well, I've got faith that, that this is like, um, what is it? Subtraction by addition, or whichever way around it is. I do. I feel like they'll be elevated by this long, like ultimately. Yeah. If only for backlash, like Cody lost the title, but the power's back, Lash, because that show's going to kick ass. Yes. I'm very, very confident of that. I think it's going to be a hot show with a hot crowd and hot matches, and it's just going to feel like. I suppose, like, vindication for bringing all of these groups together yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, yeah, LWO not only obviously enhancing Bloodline, but mainly being brought in to look after the Judgment Day and making them look great. And I love, yeah, like the idea of just, uh, we're going to have a tag match. It's going to be Solo, Sakura and Dominic Mysterio, <laughs> two enforcers of their teams, <laughs> versus, you know, Santos and Riddle or that's whoever. That's so good. That's, yeah. uh, Domi- like, Dominic and Solo, that's, like, that's inspired matchmaking you've nailed i said there was 50 combinations you've nailed the best one <laughs> first try like you've done it bad bunny's back on raw next week it's still ridiculous that they have the biggest musician in the world yeah. and he's like oh wrestling me <laughs> um another title match on tonight smackdown i we should mention uh the first title defense for Liv morgan and raquel rodriguez against sonia deville and chelsea green I don't know what you want me to say, really. It's like the champions retain. Yeah. Um, the feud is lightweight. It's 
the tag team. Like, I like Chelsea Green a lot, and I love Sonia Deville. Um, but that team we already know is the makeshift substitute for Carmella, mm-hmm. wherever Carmella is currently. And they themselves, Carmella and Chelsea Green were the rule-proven exception about um, not just the women's division booking, but women's tag team booking in WWE. Because every month there's two women that are suddenly a tag team and the champions are like, you're in real trouble now because me, Natalia, and Shotzi have been friends for years. (laughs) So now you're like that. They've got to invent this chemistry that was never really there. And you have the match and the champions predictably retain. That's still where we're at here. But I sort of feel sorry for them a little bit because Chelsea Green and Carmella was clearly an idea from the off. Absolutely. And that's had to go. And in the place, you've got something that feels like a substitute and is a mm. substitute. And I, I don't I like I don't know what to what the perspective quality of it is. I think I like Raquel and Liv's chemistry more than I like what they do with their opponents. Like this they've already made quite a big deal about that, like their running power bomb spot. It's because it's awesome. It's a really like it's gonna I'm be big. amazing for the heel turn. Yeah. I'm big and you're little. And as you say, at the point at which like they split up, doing that to the floor, which if you remember, Roman did to Dominic in the Thunderdome. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And to be fair, it's massively dangerous. <laughs> so they had presumably Dominic land on a crash mat and they did that like Baron Corbin trick where Roman throws him and you just see Dominic disappear off the screen, then there's a <laughs> and raise Oh god, Jesus Christ. Like that. So it's just like I look forward to that one day being yeah. paid off as the split here. But it's pretty functional stuff. It is. I think it's fair to say it's a, a, a straightforward first title defense because everyone knows like you've had. Well, we assumed, I suppose, it was going to be Becky and Lita holding them, and you were like, oh, "Okay." Despite the fact that Ronda and Shane, I know Ronda's carrying mm-hmm. an injury, so that's why they're not doing it right now. But despite the fact they won the women's showcase, Liv and Raquel have earned themselves a title match, and then they obviously win the titles, which folds into the whole Trish heel turn, etc. Um, but now you're like, oh, another team has got a <laughs> title shot ahead of Ronda and Shane. Yeah. Why don't you just acknowledge that they've got an injury? Because otherwise this seems bloody stupid. That. But they're holding the titles for the time being, hopefully, so that Ronda and Shane can come in and destroy everybody. And, yeah, around a year to the day that Liv Morgan got turned on by a last tag team partner, <laughs> Rhea Ripley, do it again. Works. I think it might happen again. Is it, was Shayna injured at WrestleMania as well? Oh, maybe. She had a boot off, didn't she, when yeah. she got back in the ring? So, And they were pretty much out of the match, the duration of the match. Yeah. But I think, you're, you think you're going to get a lot of, like, feet on the ropes, caught by the referee. Oh, I'm Chelsea Green, and you're not meant to see that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, for a nice near fall, but a, a fairly straightforward title retention for Morgan and Rodriguez. Yes, absolutely. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, Mr. Raquel Rodriguez, that's the segue I'm definitely going for. All right. Braun Strowman and his tag team Good partner, segue. Ricochet, who posted a photo looking absolutely <laughs> jacked <laughs> the other day. You see this? Let me show this to you and get your reaction. Okay. I sent it to Andy so I can show it to you. Um, where are we? Look at him. Oh, my God. How many? Like, Let's count them off. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of your traditionals. One, two, three four, five, six on one side. Uh-huh. So you would assume there'd be six on the other side because they always on get what? match, don't they? And yeah, you said that you can't see because of his tattoo. So what was that? Six, 12, 20. He's got 20 abs. <laughs> 20. I got one. I've had one for most of my adult yeah. life. It's massive and it's at the front. Like, actually, have I got three? The ones above <laughs> the big one at the front count. I don't know. Um... Yeah, they're taking on the Viking Raiders. <laughs> two big abs just under your neck. Oh, yeah, this. Um, I like the attack last week. The convenient in place table. In spite of myself, where they just barged into them and bowled into them, and you had Valhalla making screeching noises and stuff. Valhalla, have they dropped... Um, yeah, hypnotize you. Corrupt, she corrupted Ricochet, didn't she? You remember that week? And he's on the outside. Yeah, and yeah. He, like, he, t- he took too long to hit his finish. Um yeah, their interactions have been great. The tag showcase was really good. The division is in pretty decent health for a WWE tag division, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, but I think Ricochet and Braun get the win here. Do you? Yeah, I do. I think the Viking Raiders, there will never be, there'll just never be NXT over. They won't be. No. Like the War Raiders were super over. War Machine got signed off the back of being super over. It's, it's never going to happen for them again. But as heel gatekeepers, they're worse than these two. And I think Braun and Ricochet might be um, headed for a tag title match. Yeah, I think you might be right there. Because um, I'm thinking, oh, well, you'd, you'd assume Viking Raiders win. Ooh, look at them hard bastards. They're around the corner for uh, KO and Sammy, and they're mm. not even realizing they're focused on the Usos. do not necessarily need to do that. I would very much like, after the draft, um, I don't know if it's going to happen with Roman or not, but as fighting champions, tag team champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I would like to have situations where they hold both belts, but... They defend the show's belts against the challengers. Okay. So you draft, say you draft Braun and Ricochet at SmackDown. Um, they're already there, but you know what I mean. Like you draft them there as SmackDown tag teams. Owens and Zayn can go to SmackDown and defend the SmackDown tag titles. Okay. I loved, loved the drama of the Usos only having the Raw belts on the line against the Judgment Day. Yes. You don't have to even lose them for a while. By all means, keep them unified, but start doing it that way. So if you're fighting a Raw team, it's the Raw belts. And maybe on occasion, they have to fight twice in the same night in a premium live event. They found themselves with two challenges. They're like, yeah, we'll do it. Becky Lynch did it that one time. Like when she, well, the one month she was the undisputed women's champion. So something like that I would quite like for Zayn and Owens. I think you might see a spot. I agree. I think that maybe they should win. 
You might see a spot where a train becomes corrupted. Yes. Valhalla is like stops the train in its tracks. Mm. And the track gets all bent. Interested. Interested. <laughs> um, right. It's been long enough. I'm just always going to try and crowbar this into a uh, podcast about the show that whatever show he's on, in fact, we got to talk LA Night. Yeah. Uh, because he lost again last week, mm-hmm. which was annoying, but okay, it justified Xavier Woods getting a title match, and he didn't lose definitively. Mm-hmm. It was the whole grabbing the title. Oh, wait a second. What? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Does he need to switch brands for you? And is it would it work better on Raw? Because he'd have they wouldn't be going right, Pollock. We need to get a two minute LA Night segment in. You need you know you've got more time on Raw. He could really become a uh, a standout character on there. Um, with the world title not being on there for the foreseeable, I'm hoping by summer it's uh, back on a regular basis around a certain eventual champion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you make? What do you make of all this? Is that, I is like that, that do you take. need to do that? Or, uh, well, or I like it. I like the idea of Ali Knight on Raw. Um, he is. He is him. It's the phrase of the moment, isn't it? I don't know exactly what kind of him he is, but he's definitely a him. He's got the makings of a world champion in the kind of in the two belt system, definitely. Yes. Um and Raw right now is it's the same as Raw's always been in the three hour. It's like they're always you can tell they're always looking for things that don't just fill the time but justify it. So the good matches kind of have to be great if they're going to go like four or five segments, hit yes. that like 20 minute mark. We, we joke about these like standard three star 14 minute raw matches. You do want more in terms of the in-ring and I'm not sure LNI always offers that, but in terms of the character based stuff, the promos, the meaningful feuds that fill so much, well, that, that are needed to fill so much of that TV time. I think LNI is perfect. Um, Raw as well, SmackDown in this post-billion-dollar rights fee era has been the flagship. Yes. And LA Knight is doing just fine on there. But is there a, a higher ceiling on Raw where now there's like a bit more experimentation? It used to be the other way around. Yes. Whereas now they're looking for... They need undercard guys. They need people to lose. But they also need the, the biggest and the absolute best. The absolute best on Friday nights. Whereas... If Cody goes to SmackDown, for example. Exactly. Exactly that, yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, right, they've got the biggest star. He's still there. He's not got the free and belts because he should have won him at WrestleMania, but he's a champion elect. Let it play out. Yeah. yeah. See? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, LA Knight f- fits in to me in that. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else, but I can't. I keep going back to the same example in my head. Like, peak era Elias. Yeah. Where And it's going back a long time now. But where every single week in this the mythical whiteboard we talk about. The job of a WWE superstar is to be on that whiteboard before, like, you've forgotten about, like, what are we doing with X? Shane. Yeah. <laughs> Shane. Yeah. Like, what are we Still doing? Still got it, I've been told. What are we doing with Elias was absolutely there every week mm-hmm. for a period, and I think LA Knight could be that. Now, it's not to say the matches can't be more entertaining than Elias's were, but it was promo time, it was character development time, and we are on the cusp of money in the bank. So I just sort of feel like you've got more time to flesh the little bits out and really test if WrestleMania weekend was an anomaly. Was it a protest vote because he wasn't on the card or was it for real? Like Raw is going to, you're going to know that by July if LA Knight is for real as a proposition or not. 
And yeah, like I say, just the the sheer amount of time you get on Raw, like if they're gonna do it, and they're not, probably not now considering the shift back in power, but if you're ever gonna say, let's loosen the reins on those promos and see if people sink or swim mm-hmm. or sink or sink like they did on Dynamite this <laughs> week. Um LA Knight given five minutes on Raw with a vague, you know, bullet point, get to fight in, I don't know, Bobby Lashley or whoever. He could talk about everything but the kitchen sink. And like, seen a lot of people sinking on television this week. Then they can have an LA night. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so over, isn't it? It's great. Thing. Like, now we're talking about him. I want to see him tonight. Like, I miss him when I think about him. Mm. I think, yeah, you just, you know, just make a, pl- make a plea of, like, get me off this show. Yeah. Because I keep getting pissed off by these... Sneaky little bastards who keep cheating past me. I saw um, tonight's Evie Woods. Yeah, I saw uh, some pictures of Ali Knight this morning. I was looking for some images of uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. for ugh, all those reasons. <laughs> and uh, I saw Ted DiBiase linking up with Ellie Knight in like dirgy black and gold NXT. Ooh, Do you remember that? Yeah. And like I, I look back and I think, what what were you doing, <laughs> Paul? What were you doing with that? Like he was super serious and kind of bullish around Cameron Grimes, isn't he? This mate, this has been loads better. This run has been. But then when he gave him the million dollar title, he did it bring out the pad, didn't he? Yeah, it? it was funny. It was really good. But like the the feud on route to it, I, just, ugh, mm. didn't, I didn't enjoy that at all. Uh, finally, let's talk Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Returned last week, defeated uh, Mad Cat Moss, of course, twice technically. Yeah. Um, and then was targeted. He was by, on a winning streak. Targeted by Carrion Cross. Yes. What's next for him? Is it is it just a cross feud? Is it? utilizing a cross feud to maybe because I've seen some people saying well they're bringing him back to rebuild him up to fight Roman Reigns at Night of Champions for me I'd have Riddle versus Roman at Night of Champions but Shinsuke's not a bad alternative uh, I don't think he's a great one but I think it's happening mm. I I don't know my I can't make my mind up yet on this Nakamura thing there is definitely a story there about how he was working the Noah show against Keiji Muto and felt once again, what it meant to be top dog. Yes. You know, and I, like, I think you can definitely do something with that. And Roman Reigns negging it by saying, you've got to go fight an old guy on his show in Japan to mean something. Don't think you mean anything here. And then Nakamura kicks his head off. All like, you are is an entrance. Yeah, like, I still mean something. Um, don't, you don't get to decide when it's over. I do. All that kind of stuff, you know. And th- what about setting it up, right? And Roman's like, I've beaten everyone. I'm not fighting Cody again. And if you don't like that, I'm going to play the world's smallest violin. And then the violin guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just popped into my head, that. That's. Just call me butter, baby. I want to roll. Oh, my God. You're absolutely firing today, Wilborn. That is fantastic. Changed my mind. That's it. Sorry, that's, Riddle. That's the match. I don't even want it like, I don't even want a story told on television. I want it saved for premium live event. Roman Reigns versus a mystery opponent. <laughs> and then he cuts that promo and then you get a giant violin on the stage. You get... Giant um, violin drones as well, because it's in Saudi. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, drones playing violin? You know, when Braun, when Braun Strowman smashed that cello, <laughs> trying to play it, like, <laughs> boom, like Yeah, you're going to get these. <laughs> Great. One of them, but it's a violin. Okay. That size, right. being played by Rick Boogs. Oh my god! I with a like it's a bow, isn't it? You play a violin with, yeah. And then like the sheen like with a bow. <laughs> Trying to like you could do that like a very high note on a violin, and then have to like replicate it with his voice. Just keep going back and forth. Yes, please. Done it. Um, Dick. 
Well, finally, we have to book an opponent for Shinsuke tonight. Yeah. And, you know, you've got your, your initial win. He comes in. Like I said, it's the only time, a bit like when, say, Randy Orton comes back, where they do the big setup for their finish and actually manage to hit yeah. it. Uh-huh. It's their first match back against... I mean, I don't want to call uh, Mad Cat Moss a jobber by any stretch of the imagination, but he's not exactly in a hot vein of form right now or getting pushed. Not he right should now. be, because yeah. we think he's great, but uh, it is what it is. So maybe tonight, Shinsuke, to change it up, maybe he defeats a veteran who's ah. not on the roster. I just thought we could end with a game, to be perfectly honest. It's time to play the game! Time to play time the game! game. So as always, I have the WWE alumni page open in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to scroll through it. You tell me when to stop. You give me a number between one and four. And um, either we'll pick that person or I'll swiftly move on and tell you to pick another. Because okay. Because um, them not being with us anymore or them not being with the company for quite obvious reasons. Because think of the state of this page. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good luck, mate. Stop. Okay. Oh no, you've done that face. I'll go with people would. I would understand reasonably why people would assume that we gimmick this. I promise we don't. I swear. Like honestly, we don't. The best I could do to try and gimmick this is to try and see the reflection in Wilborn's glasses. And sometimes I do. And then even then, like the chat, I'm, I'm looking at your eyes now. And as a result, you can't look back at me because this is weird. Like, it's too intense. But even as I'm looking, I can see... I asked Tony Khan a question at a press conference. (laughs) I can see three rows, but to be honest, it might be four because the flickering, I cannot make it out. I always pick the one in the middle. Right. I'm going to go with number two. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... You turn that computer around. You tell the... uh, Middle row. Boys and girls at home who number two is on their middle row. Middle row. Okay, I think we're good. It's, it, right now, like probably literally this week and never again, we could do it. And oh boy, the engagement. The, the, yeah. It would be trending on Twitter. <laughs> Tonight, on SmackDown, <coughs> Shinsuke Nagamura versus Ted DiBiase <laughs> Jr. Great. We haven't made that up. No. Hey, could be worse. You could have gone one one lower on the uh, WWE Alumni Oh, boy. Let's <laughs> uh, swiftly oh, wrap it up there. Let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Hang on, I feel like I should say allegedly somewhere in here, just legally for our safety. Allegedly, accusations, accusations. charges... Whatever it is. It's all there on what culture. You can check out me and you talk about it on the news yeah. this morning. He's been indicted. He's been charged. He will go to trial. I don't know how it works, but yeah. anyway, he's got charges brought against him. Quite a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, for daily wrestling podcasts, myself and Sige will be here later on to preview AW Rampage. You've got Wrestle Culture uh, with a hashtag bloody good quiz coming your way. And of course, if you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, when our SmackDown review drops on Monday, it will appear in your feed. But for now, this has been the SmackDown Preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.